your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Uh, This is a daily podcast on all things Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Today, we haven't got any games for a couple of days, so I thought, because we're just over halfway through the season, uh, I would take a look at the Blue Jackets players and kind of see how they're doing, how they've kind of matched up to expectations, uh, hand out letter grades. Uh, I posted some some Twitter polls yesterday to kind of see what you guys all think. Uh, so today I'll do the forwards, tomorrow I will do the defence, uh, and then Thursday I will do the goalies, and we'll do a little bit of a preview of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes four-game series that's that's coming up. Uh, but but let's get let's get into it. Um, so I, I decided to do it in number order, just because that's the easiest to keep track of for me anyway. Uh, so we're going to start off with Kevin Stenland, uh, who has, uh, seven points in 19 games. He's got four goals, three assists, uh, shooting at about 16%, which is, a you know, a scooch high, uh, face-offs. He's at 46.67, so... Not really where you want him to be. Uh, ideally, you want him to be, you know, 50% or above, but face-offs are something that this team has struggled with for a long time. And I don't really know why. Um, Twitter poll gave him a C overall. Uh, or, well, it was kind of pretty evenly split between a B and a C. Uh, I kind of am erring on the side of a B. Uh, I think, you know, he's kind of come into come into the team uh he's been fine you know he's shown flashes of of being a really solid bottom six center uh he's kind of him and riley nash uh, who i will talk about in a little bit have kind of really solidified that that bottom center bottom six center position uh we just need to figure out you know one and two uh but three and four i'm pretty happy with with stenland uh he's fast he's got good hands uh you know, once he kind of really kind of finds his feet, I think after a full season up with us, uh, then I think we'll start getting much better results uh, from him. Uh, next up, we've got Cam Atkinson, who is second on the team in points at the minute, I believe. Uh, he's got 21 of them, 11 goals, 10 assists. Uh, he kind of had a really slow start, and I think a lot of people were a little bit disappointed. You know, he's a couple of seasons removed from that 40-goal performance. Uh, but, you know, he started to to really heat up uh, recently. I think he had like seven seven goals in nine games uh, recently or something. And so he's kind of, he's been a really solid um, presence for us. Uh, again, pretty evenly split between A and B. Uh, people leaning towards the B. Uh, and I... I think I'm going to lean more towards the the A. Um, He's one of the few players, I think, that has delivered what we expect 
from him after that slow start. He's really kind of picking it up. He's got 21 points in 30 games. Um, and, you know, it's it's pretty good. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not mad uh, about anything Cam Atkinson is doing. Uh, obviously, you know, shorthanded goals are his bread and butter. So that's always good. Uh, so I'm going to give Atkinson an A. Uh, next up, we do unfortunately have to talk about Max Domi, who has been not great. Um, he's got 11 points in 30 games with us. He's only got five goals. Uh, he was brought in to kind of be that second line centre. And then, you know, obviously, with Dubois got moved, we were supposed to move him up to one centre, maybe. And then somehow he's ended up kind of on the. He ended up on the fourth line right wing for a while. I think he's playing centre again now just because we don't have any other centres. But I I want more from Domi. Again, face-offs, not good enough. He's at 48%, almost 49 Uh People gave him a C uh, for the most part, which I think, yeah, I tend to agree with um, considering his last few games. He's got two goals in his last three games, I think. And, you know, he's that... that giveaway uh in the the overtime loss to florida notwithstanding i do think he has looked a little bit a little bit better um you know i spent a lot of time earlier this season being like well he's just kind of throwing throwing the puck away as soon as he gets into the offensive zone taking stupid penalties things like that but he hasn't done as much of that recently so yeah i'll give him the benefit of the doubt i'll give him a c seems like he's kind of finally finding his feet a little bit and we just will not talk about what Josh Anderson is doing in Montreal. Um, Riley Nash uh, got a pretty even split uh, with, between B and C. Uh, and yeah, I kind of, I think I'm going to give him a B just because he has really hit kind of everything that we expected him to do. Yeah, he doesn't have a ton of goals, he doesn't have a ton of points, but what we not we expect from Riley Nash is not a ton of offense. Uh, he's got two goals, six points on the season, uh, he's one of only two Blue Jackets to hit over to hit fifty percent or over on faceoffs, which is what you want. Uh, I don't love that he's kind of sitting between um, Liner and Bjorkstrand at the minute, but that's a whole other thing when he's being deployed properly. Uh, which for you know most of the most of the season has been uh, between like Robinson and Texier or similar um, Robinson and Bemstrom. It's He's been perfect as, you know, the kind of the defensively responsible dad at the centre and his two fast wingers. So, yeah, B for Riley Nash, uh, kind of edging on on A, I think. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we'll look at the rest of the Blue Jackets forward. But first, I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure pointless or intimidating questioning? And then you have to, you know, sit around and wait. He, while the counterman orders the part, he chooses the brand that he wants, the brand that his warehouse carries, the brand that's going to get him the most commission. You have computers at home with access to rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules, brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even, you know, things like new carpet. If you can get put it on or in your car, chances are RockAuto.com has it. 
catalog is unique it's super easy to navigate and you can really quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer best of all those prices are always reliably low and they're the same if you're a professional or a diyer why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right locked on in there, how did you hear about this box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favoured picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. So next up, uh, we have got Oliver Bjorkstrand, who I believe is the only forward to pretty conclusively get an A, uh, which tells you all you need to know, really. Um, He's leading the team in points at the minute. He's got 23 of them. Uh, He is second with goals. He's got 10 of them. Uh, He's not going to be the 30 goal scorer that I predicted at the... uh, at the end, at the start of the season, but he's doing he's doing well despite kind of not being like I talked about yesterday. He's not being set up to succeed by by the coach, but he has been one of our better forwards. Uh, I think something that I'd like to see from him is consistency. But you know, everyone talks about uh, goal scorers; they're streaky, they're inconsistent at the best of times. Um, and yeah, I have no I have no problems with what Bjorkstrand's doing. Uh, like I say, I'd like to see more goals from him and I think he'll will get more goals as the as the season goes on. Uh hilariously, he is currently second on the team in penalty but penalty minutes. Uh because he got a Gordie Howe in like the first game of the season or something crazy. Uh and picked up like seventeen penalty minutes then. So uh that's just a a fun a fun thing. But yeah, I gave him an A and so did basically everyone Everyone else, pretty conclusively, uh, Bjorkstrand, our best forward. Uh, and then we move on to someone a little bit more controversial with Patrick Laine, where pretty pretty spread across the board. Uh, everyone gave him, most people gave him a B, or like the majority gave him a B, but only just a handful of A's, a handful of C's, and one D. And I feel like that is my, uh, I feel like that is my good friend Lou. Uh, who gave him the D because Lou is not a line A, a line a, a line a fan. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I pretty pretty much agree with with B's. Uh, it would be nice to see him on the scoreboard a little bit more. But again, I talked about it yesterday. He's not being set up to succeed uh, basically at all. Um, he's got twelve points in twenty games, which is you know it's pretty good. It's not what you would expect from Patrick Liner, who's probably looking to make upwards of eight or nine million uh, next season. So, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, again, hopefully he'll kind of pick it up, get a little bit uh, a little bit more offensively minded. Hopefully, you know, he'll continue to score on the power play if we ever give him the puck. Um, but yeah, Patrick Liner gets a B uh, and. Importantly, he is performing better than Pierre-Luc Dubois, and really that's what counts uh, in in my heart, anyway. Um, Boone Jenner is, is up next, uh, and again, I'm surprised. He, the, the 
the poll gave him a B, uh, with kind of two-thirds of the votes, but I think I'm going to give him an A, uh, because I think Boone Jenner has exceeded all of the expectations I had for him at the start of the season. Uh, I do kind of wish that we would put him back on the wing, because I think he's really excelled there, but apparently he's the only one on this team that can win face-offs. Uh, of all of our centres, he is the best performing one by far. He's got 56% on face-offs. Uh, he's got 15 points in 30 games. He's got eight goals, which is brilliant. Uh, if we can get, you know, 20 goals out of Boone Jenner, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, and yeah, just he's kind of doing everything right I think um I have no problem with with you know anything that Boone Jenner is doing and that's yeah that's a that is an A grade in my book um I know 15 points in 30 games kind of maybe seems like B territory but considering kind of the the recent offensive output of Boone Jenner I think like I said it's it's He's doing a lot better than I expected him to, which is maybe mean of me, but there it is. Uh, next up, we get to talk about Alexander Texier, everybody's favourite tiny scoring Frenchman, uh, who, again, fe- I feel like he has been set up to fail. Um, he was doing really well at the start of the season. I think he had three goals in his first five games or something, and then it's kind of dried off a little bit since then. He's only got nine points in 30 games so far. Uh, I don't know how often he's been playing at centre I suspect not a lot based on the kind of the lines that I've been seeing he's only got 36% face-offs uh but again I feel like he's one he's a player that I feel like has been moved around a lot in the lineup and he is kind of suffering for that because you know we've talked about it before consistency chemistry is important if you don't know who you're going to be playing with that night then how can you how can you prepare how can you kind of sit down and chat and say okay here's some tactics blah 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 um most people i got over half the votes gave him a c uh which i think i would would agree with but you know with the caveat that for whatever reason tortorella has decided he's a bottom six winger and not a top six center but that's i could you know i could talk for an entire podcast about how we are misusing alexander texier uh grievously um, so, yeah, let's let's say C for for Mr. Texier, uh, but with the caveat that I would like to give him a B, but I don't know that I can in good conscience. Uh, coming up in just a minute, I have got the last four forwards for uh, for this this letter grading, I guess midterms. Uh, I called them on Twitter, but first I've got to tell you what Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing, and the MLB will be back any day now. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, so if you would like to bet on the Columbus Blue Jackets, you can do that. If you'd like to bet on who's going to win RuPaul's Drag Race, you can do that too on Bet Online. They've got real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and if you use promo code LOCKEDON, or one word, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. 
Now, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a little while now. Built Bar is an amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Now, it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best with Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is uh, Coconut Almond and Peanut Butter Brownie, which apparently was also yesterday's matchup, but there was some kind of crossed wires in there. Um, anyway, Coconut Almond, for me, has to be has to be the winner there. I love coconut-flavoured candy. It's just ideal. I know picking against like either peanut butter or brownie is sacrilege in a lot of people's eyes, but I don't really like peanut butter. Uh, but I do like coconut, so so that's my vote. Uh, and if you want to have your vote, you can go to builtbar.com or to at builtbar or to at built underscore bar on Twitter and vote for your favourite. Remember, if you use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Make sure you check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Tuesdays on Locked On NHL, it's all about East Coast bias. As Locked On Sabres host Joe DiBiase and Mike DiStefano of Locked On Leafs take a look at the biggest stories in the Eastern Conference. From Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin to the defending champion... Lightning, the upcoming Rangers, and everyone in between. Lockdown NHL is the place to be for Eastern Conference Intel every Tuesday. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, next up, again, we have kind of a, a split. Uh, Eric Robinson is one of my favorite uh, kind of up-and-coming guys on the Blue Jacket. Uh, once his hands catch up to his feet, I think he's going to be really, really good. Um, he's got nine points in he's got nine points in 30 games which for a bottom six guy you know he's scoring about a one point every every third game which is it's fine uh and yeah i don't really have much issue with him uh he's one of the few guys on the team with a positive plus minus which you know take from that what you will. I don't generally look at plus minus as worth much, uh, but it seems notable here when every other forward is minus two or three or worse. Um, but again, yeah, if you look at kind of how he's matching up to expectations, then yeah, I think a B is a is a fairly solid grade for him with the expectation that kind of as he gets better and gets more used to playing a full season, uh, he's gonna, you know, increase points percentage he's gonna do he's gonna be a lot better i think he's he's still very young you know um so i have no no complaints about eric robinson but i am gonna give him a b because i do think there is room for improvement next up we have got emil bemstrom who has not played a lot this season which is disappointing uh for many reasons uh he still doesn't have a goal he's only played 15 games he's got two points in those games both assists uh, and again, I feel like he's one of those guys that has kind of been set up to fail. He spent a lot of time on the taxi squad and not playing when, you know, we could have sent him down to Cleveland. If you don't want to play him on the big team, then, you know, send him down, deal with it that way. Um, again, I think that he has potential to be a 30-goal scorer in this league, and I feel a little bit like we're kind of wasting his his potential a little bit. Uh most of people gave him a D on the poll, and I am going to have to agree with that, I think, uh, just because, you know, two points 
in 15 games for a guy that I kind of looked at as a potential top six forward. This season is is not not really good enough. Uh, no matter no matter which way you look at it. Uh, next up, we have the captain Nick Foligno, who did worse in this poll than I would have expected. Uh, most people gave him a C. I gave him a B in my like little little notes because again, like Boone Jenner, I think he has kind of exceeded expectations thus far. He's only got twelve points in thirty games. But, I don't know, he just feels like he's been a much better offensively-minded player than the past couple of seasons. He's been pretty solid uh, off defensively as well, you know, like he normally is. Uh, again, he's got a positive plus-minus, which means what it means. Uh, his underlying numbers are always pretty solid. Uh and I also gave him a couple of points just because I like Nick Foligno. I think he's a really good captain. I think he doesn't shy away from criticising himself. Uh, and I think he knows that the team in general has to be better. But I think he has been uh, much improved from the last couple of seasons. So, despite the poll giving him a C, I am also going to give him a B. Uh, and then, finally, we have... Jack Roslovic, who somehow is third on the team in points, which I wasn't expecting when I uh, when I checked um, earlier today. He's got 19 points in 23 games, which I believe is the highest points per game of any Blue Jacket. Uh, he's, got, he's only got five goals, but he's got 14 assists. Uh, and honestly, I would like him to see him back between uh, Bjorkstrand and Line A, because that was a line that was working, or Atkinson and Line A you know, um, and not, not Riley Nash, uh, the poll mostly gave him a B, I'm gonna give him an A, because, again, exceeding expectations, coming into this season, I was like, oh, okay, cool, he's probably gonna be our third line, third line centre, and then he kind of hung around in the top six for a while, been a little bit in the doghouse recently with Tortorella, he's made some kind of questionable defensive choices, but for the most part, I've really liked Roslovic's game. I think, you know, he's still young, he's still learning. I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, and, you know, he's had five or six assists in the last three games. You know, you can't you can't really complain about that. You know, he can't win. He can't win every game by himself. So the fact that he's contributing like that is, is a good sign, I think. Uh, and that's all I've got for today. That's... Uh, our 12 forwards, uh, I do want to, you know, honourable mentions to Mikhail Grigorenko, uh, who is kind of the odd man out at the minute. He's got seven points in 18 games. He's doing okay. Liam Foodie was doing okay before. Again, he got sent to the taxi squad and then down to Cleveland and then injured. Um, so I hope to see him back pretty soon. Uh, like I said earlier, tomorrow we are going to look at the defencemen. Uh, and kind of see how they're doing. The Twitter polls will probably be up by the time this episode is is uh, posted, so keep your eye out for that on Twitter. Uh, LO underscore Bluejacket is the podcast Twitter. I am at JayTheGoalie, if you would like to follow me over there. Um, I will be yelling about the Blue Jackets probably, and also my uh, side gig of yelling about the Manchester Storm, which is uh, my local elite league team over here in the UK. So if you want to learn more about UK ice hockey, then come and give me a follow. 
Uh, if you have comments, questions, or criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And I mentioned this yesterday. I'll keep kind of mentioning it. I'll tweet about it uh, in a little bit more detail. I am on Locker Room now. So if you want to follow me there at Locked On Blue Jackets uh, after Thursday's game, I think, I will be going live. We'll have a chat about the game. Uh, you guys can kind of let me know what you think. We'll have, you know, maybe a little bit of a healthy debate, some, some fun chirping, things like that. Uh, but that is all for a later date. So I will see you tomorrow.